Hey bros, welcome back to the Brothership Podcast. Today is Monday, February 19th. I'm Hollis. And I'm Lee. We want to start this off by thanking you guys for listening to the pilot podcast and supporting our uh, you know, pilot episode. We know you guys are anticipating our first episode of the Brothership, but this is actually going to be something a little bit different today. So today we're going to come at you guys with a new series that we're calling Bros Before Us. We both take a special interest in learning about trans men that came before us and can't help but feel a deep respect for those men, recognizing that they probably faced hardships that we can't even imagine. Um, Many of them likely risked their lives to be themselves, and all of them in their own way paved the way for us. So that leads us to our first person. Yeah, today we're going to actually introduce you guys to Wilmer, also known as Little Axe, Broaden Axe. Um, he, was an ex- he was a really popular um, tenor in a quartet gospel group from the 1940s to the 1960s. He was born in December 28, 1916 in Houston, Texas, and spent his whole childhood there. The first time that he was recorded on a census was in 1930. Right. In 1930, he was actually recorded with um, Gus Flowers being listed as his stepfather and Gussie Flowers as his mother. And then he was also listed with a brother, Willie, who was 10, um, also listed as a stepchild of Gus Flowers. And then a little sister named Armatha, who was eight, who was listed as the daughter of Gus Flowers. Um, we don't have a whole, whole bunch of information between 1930 going into 1942, but we do know at some point in that time that him and his brother, um, Willie Broadnax, um, who was a baritone started singing in a group called Houston St. Paul gospel. And that's where both of them actually got their names, big Axe and little Axe. Oh, cool. That's awesome. I like the, I like his, um, Nickname Little X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he so, was actually given that name, they said, because he was a petite little guy. Um, and then, of course, Willie, who was supposed to be his little brother, was so much bigger than him. Um, so that's why he got Big X, and then he was Little X. And then, of uh, course, one being a baritone and one being a tenor. Right, right. That's that's neat. So Little X and Big X moved to L.A. in the early 1940s and started uh, singing with the group Southern Gospel Singers. The Southern Gospel Singers were really, all of the guys in Southern Gospel Singers had their day jobs, and it was primarily a weekends-only gig. Um, So he ended up forming his own group, um, and Little Axe and Big Axe split at that point. Little Axe became uh, the Golden Echoes, which was one of the top touring gospel quartet groups in the 1940s. Right, right. Yeah, that's awesome. So then Golden uh, Golden Echoes recorded When the Saints Go Marching In in 1949, but the record label dropped them before they were able to record the second single. 
And then in 1950, Little Axe joined the Spirit of Memphis Quartet, which was a really popular gospel quartet at the time. He recorded with that group until 1952. That group was actually really well paid um, at the time. I saw something that they sometimes earned somewhere around $200 a week, which in today's money would be around $2,000 a week. Just a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of money. And I think um, Little X can be heard on a few of their recordings, but the one that was most notable was one called When Mother's Gone that he recorded in 1949. Um, and then in the early 1960s, Archie Brown, Brown excuse me, Archie Brown Lee, who was uh, one of gospel's greatest lead singers, passed away. And so Little X... Archie in the Five Blind Boys of Mississippi. Wow. That's, and then yeah. they're a well-known group as well. Yeah, yeah, they were. And you can actually go on Spotify and listen to music uh, by Five Blind Boys and um, still hear them today. And then Little Axe continued recording with the Blind Boys and Little Axe and the Golden Echoes well into the 60s. Yeah, and I, I want to say that he kept performing even after that, but at that point in time, his um, kind of fame sort of ended because gospel music was kind of becoming on the less popular end because right blues was kind of coming in. You know, gospel was picking up a little bit of that rock and roll, and it really twisted into something that was blues, and blues kind of blew everybody out of the water. Um, he did keep performing, though, um, all the way into the 80s. Um, he ended oh, wow. up settling. Yeah. He ended up settling in Philadelphia with big acts, which I think is awesome. They like started their life together and kind of ended it together. Yeah. Um, but yeah. He did, in 1992, he came to an unfortunate um, death. He was actually in a dispute with a girl that he was dating at the time. Um, and she, well, she stabbed him and murdered him. Um, it was then that he was discovered that he was born actually female at birth. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, it's unfortunate, you know, um, it, it's definitely unfortunate. I guess she was 30 years younger than him and they were fighting over her being in the vehicle with another man. So it's, uh, it's, it's extremely unfortunate, definitely not worth his, uh, his life. Um, but what's really crazy about this whole entire story is if you go back to that 1930 census. So if we look at some of the information that um, we were offered there. Yeah. And if you go to our Instagram, which is um, T Brothership on Instagram, we'll probably post pictures of the, some of the information that we've gotten. So if you guys actually want to look at this to be able to kind of soak it in, you can find that there. Um, his, again, it was, he was the step child him and his brother william so him and him and big axe were the stepchildren of gus flowers um and then he had a little sister armatha okay armatha shared the last name Broadnax, which is also wilmer and willie's last name but she is listed as the daughter of gus flowers so that's the first thing that kind of leaves you scratching your head yeah another weird thing is she was listed as eight years old here so she would have been born around 1922 ish. Um, Gussie flowers who is their mother did not marry Gus flowers until 1927, which would have left her being around five years old. So that's also kind of weird. Um, 
another super weird thing is that Armatha has no birth certificate, no death certificate, no marriage certificate, no social security number. There is nothing else at all anywhere except for this census about Armatha Broadnecks, which leads people to spectate that she took on the identity of one of her brothers. Um, oh. It's always been told that her family, well, it's always been in everything that I've seen and read, the family always accepted um, little acts as male. So we don't know if maybe something happened to the brother and he took on that role. Um, we don't know. We honestly don't know. Um, that is the mind blowing thing about this story that I really wish that we did know that we could share. Yeah. Um, these stories are so important because they almost paved the way for our stories. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know, I know we've, we've taken a big interest in little acts, especially we, something that we both find really cool is that you can actually still listen to music that he recorded with, um, the Southern gospel singers and with, um, spirit of Memphis quartet and even with the golden echoes, it's right. still there. I mean, it's on Spotify, right? So right. we can still hear him sing and, and I can't help but listen to him and just think really hard about what his life might have been like. We really don't know. Right. I've spent a lot of time actually, um, just putting in my headphones and listening to him sing and focusing on his voice and trying to like, I just feel like your voice offers so much. Your voice, it, it, it tells a lot of emotion. Um, it tells a lot about yourself. Yeah. Uh, we are truly blessed to have the amount of music that we have of him. I wish we had the amount of information on him as we do music. I mean, I'm, I love the music though. Um, Cause like I said, it gives you that connection, that feeling. Um, and it's so raw because of when it was recorded in the way that they recorded music at that time. Um, it would be amazing to have a vinyl on it that I could just blare. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause it is, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, you can't help but almost feel captivated by him and just wonder what his life was like and who all knew, you know, obviously his brother probably knew and his girlfriend probably knew. Right. Right. But how, 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 you know, how was, how was it for him when he needed to go to the bathroom? How was it for him being in a quartet of nothing but men and sharing your time with nothing but men and still being able to hide yourself to where nobody knew, you know, he didn't have some of the luxuries that we have today. He didn't have a binder that he could put on. So what did he do? How do you know, how did he get through it? I just. Yeah, I, I, I find myself stump, stumped by the same questions, man. It's. Uh, yeah, I really I really find myself wishing there was more information about him out there. And you and I have enjoyed for a long time kind of speculating about what could have been. And um, really researching as much as we can about Little Axe. There's just so little out there, so we take to listen to his music. Um, but um, one one thing that I want to mention in our research of Little Axe is uh, the We've Been Around series. Uh, We've Been Around is a series of short films created by Reese Ernst, uh, who also created uh, or co-produced rather Amazon's Transparent. 
So Reese does these series that are based around transgender pioneers throughout history. And he says, the trans movement may be making headlines, but our rich history is often overlooked. Trans people have always existed and have lived many different lives. The central theme of We've Been Around is stated in the title, We've Been Here, throughout time, often hidden in plain sight. These stories show us just how important it is to share our histories. And we got a lot of information from We've Been Around um, on Little X and really enjoyed watching that documentary and and learning a lot. So go be sure to go check that out. Yeah, I would definitely, definitely recommend checking it out because it uh, does offer a lot of information. Yeah, and, and I think I really connect with uh, what Reese is saying here. It's so important to be knowledgeable and to uh, spread knowledge, I guess, about these guys that came before us. Yeah, because they definitely are help paving the way to things getting better, you know. Absolutely. It's taken a look at kind of what we, where we've been and what we've gone through um, to know that we're, we're, we're slowly but surely getting somewhere. And I think by sharing this information, by people knowing that, hey, we have always been around, we have always been here. Um, and this is somebody, I mean, if you ask me, really, really deserves some credit. I mean, we're talking about a man, and I don't even think we've even mentioned this the whole entire time, but um, he was an African, African, African American man, sorry, <laughs> living <laughs> in the summer when he got all of this success. Yeah. And he was this man when he got all of this success. Yeah. That's, that is amazing. You know, that is somebody that we should all know that. And, and there's more, and I'll tell you, there's more, there's more men like this that we want to introduce to you guys too. So at the beginning, we did say that this is a series. Um, we want to continue to introduce you to guys like this. Um, I don't think that we'll be as lucky with every other guy where we'll be able to share something you like music that we have from little acts. And again, really recommend you checking out that documentary and some of the music that we're going to post on here. Cause it is, it's, um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's touching to me, I guess, just it to is. know. It is, it is, it is touching. And there's a, while there isn't a lot about little X up out there. Um, I'm curious to know what you guys know. If you, uh, knew about Little Axe, um, maybe what you found interesting you didn't know and you learned in this podcast, or maybe some things that we didn't mention here. Lee and I have been researching for a long time about Little Axe, and maybe we didn't bring up some things that you really um, like to know. So um, go favorite us on Anchor by going to anchor.fm slash tbrothership or searching the Brothership on the Anchor app. Um, favorite us, call in, add to what we're talking about here. What did you know about Little Axe? Um, what did you think when you listened to some of his music? Right. Or if you even have any questions, if there's something that you're wondering, we may not be able to answer it for you, but we will definitely try. Um, also you can find us again on Instagram at T brothership and then email us at admin at thebrothership.org. And again, as Hollis said, we really do want to hear from you guys. So um, if you have questions, if there's something that you know about him that we didn't add, uh, call in, let us know, email us. If you're not comfortable calling in, whatever, um, find us on the bot on Instagram at T brothership. However you want to go about contacting us. And uh, again, we'll be back with more guys. So we hope you guys enjoyed this later, bros.
Later, bros. This is my destiny. You don't have to understand. I